Well, somehow we made it to the holidays. We did it, you guys. <laughs> we made it to the holidays. It's about to be Thanksgiving uh, here in a couple days. And then we go into the beloved Christmas time and the new year, which for so many people can be a really stressful time of year. And I think this year, you know, with the whole impact of the coronavirus and everything that everyone's dealing with, no matter what end of the spectrum you're on there, is just adding a different twist to the whole thing. And I definitely have a system for how I go about things in the holidays. And I really wanted to bring that to you and share it with you guys so that you don't have to have a stressful holiday uh, so that you can really simplify your schedule. And even if you choose to have a few more things in your schedule because you really like the hustle and bustle of the holidays, just how to do it well, how to do it efficiently and really I compiled a list of seven tips for you to be able to have a month of joy in the month of December. And uh, that starts now as we get into Thanksgiving. And I'm looking forward to sharing all these tips with you. So let's go ahead and get started with today's episode. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. We are going to dive right into these seven tips. So grab a pen and paper or get out your notes app and your phone. Hopefully you have a folder inside your notes app that's labeled Chelsea Joe or Systemize Your Life. You could even label it with an SYL, you know. And then inside there, you have a note for every single episode right? So you have your own folder for systemize your life for all the systems that you're learning to implement in your home and your business and your marriage and with your kiddos. And this is going to be episode 66. And this is the episode about seven tips to creating a month of joy. So let's start off with tip number one. Okay, but can we talk about what just happened right there? I'm so sorry. I literally just gave you a little micro system inside of this whole podcast episode. I can't help myself, you guys. Okay, tip Number one, it's actually a step. No, it is a tip. It's a tip. Okay. Here's the first thing that I want you to do. You guys know I'm huge on communication, right? So this is the first thing on your piece of paper, write down number one or in your notes, write down number one. And then underneath that put, ask your family what they want. Okay. So I want you to communicate your desires for this year and ask them what they want. So this should look like you around the dinner table while everyone's pitching in and doing dishes one night. Um, maybe before you tuck them into bed, maybe while you're all in the car, strategically find a time where you're holding their attention captive and where it's loose and not super structured. Okay. And you just say, Hey, I really want to make sure that we all have the Christmas that we're hoping for. Um, this year looks a little bit different because 
maybe you are or aren't gathering like you normally are, um, maybe because of the restrictions or maybe because of whatever. And then you just say, what would make you feel like your Christmas was extra special this year would make you feel, um, like you were celebrating in the way that you wanted to. If they have ideas, let them talk. If they don't, you can say, if you want, I can share my ideas with you and what I want first. Um, and then maybe that'll spark some ideas and you can tell me what you're thinking, but I really would love to know. And then you share your ideas. Okay. And then if you have certain kiddos that are like, mm, I don't know, and they don't really care, just say, oh, that's fine. I'll circle back with you tomorrow. Maybe you could just share one thing with me that you're really thinking about and that you think would be really fun to do um, over the next couple weeks. And then circle back with them again the next day. Like no pressure, just let everyone get their ideas out. Okay. Make note of those ideas. Okay. Number two, here's the second thing the second tip that I definitely would say, and, and I kind of put these in order. <laughs> okay. So here's the next thing you need to do a holiday brain dump. Yes. I'm obsessed with brain dumps. I do them for the, my home. I do them for my business. I do them when I am really far behind and feeling overwhelmed and I need to get caught up quickly. Brain dumps are incredible. And this one is a specific holiday brain dump. So what you're going to do is write a list down of all the things that you want to do that are specific to Christmas or before your new year or throughout your holidays. So um, you could even like this episode is coming out two days before Thanksgiving. If you haven't done this yet for Thanksgiving and you have a lot to do, you can brain dump all of that that you have in your head if you're feeling stressed out before Thanksgiving and do do one specific to that and then prioritize what you need to get done in the next two days. But what I really want this to be is how it's to have a month of true celebration and joy in the month of, of December. Okay. Um, and that's kind of what this episode is geared towards doing. And this will give you time from now until you go into December to get all your ducks in a row so you can be prepared and literally prioritize all the things on that list based on what you would be extremely disappointed by if you didn't get it done. So if you put things down, on your list that were a bit more superficial or they were traditions that you did just because, but they're not really meaningful to you. Those would probably be a three. Like when you look at it and say, if I didn't get this done, would I be devastated? Would I be crushed? Would I be sad? Would someone else be extraordinarily hurt if I didn't do this thing for them? And I don't really want to hurt that person. And it doesn't take a lot for me to do it. Like think through all of those things, put a one on the things that you absolutely really want to see get done. Put a three on the things that you're like, no, I don't want to do it. I don't care to do it. It doesn't really matter. And then everything else in between gets a two. Okay. And I want you to know that this is just going to be kind of like a parking lot thing. And we're going to circle back to what you do with this list here in a minute. Here's step or tip number three is I want you on a separate piece of paper, you get another piece of paper out and you're going to label this tip a time giving list instead of a gift giving list. This is going to be a time giving list. Time is so it's, it's, it's just stressful, right? The amount of things that we feel like we have to do at Christmas time stress us out. And there are so many of us right now that are like, Oh, this year's going to be different because we're not, no, no one's getting together. The social thing is not happening. We're not doing this with our family. We're not doing this with our family. So I have plenty of time. 
don't fool yourself. I still want you to do this because we get this Christmas spirit and we get this pressure. And for a lot of us, there's going to be a sense of longing and maybe even a sense of mourning for some of the change that's happened, especially for those of you that really love this season and really love quality time and gift giving and socializing that may or may not look different for you this year. And so regardless of where you're at and how you choose to spend this December, it's very important that you write down a time giving list. And what is this? This is how you're going to prepare your schedule for the month of December. So write down a list of all the people you want to spend time with and all the things that you need to get done for the month of December. Okay, Chelsea, but didn't I just do that on my brain dumping list? Not necessarily. Your brain dump list that I just had you do is this major overarching. I want you to get really specific with your time giving list to say, these are things out of the ordinary that you need to do on top of that are not going to be part of what you have time blocks for. These are going to be those extra things that really mess with your schedule. Okay. So like for me and for Blaine, there's an extra couple family events and outings that we like to do. We like to go to like a Christmas farm and we like to do all these extra things on Christmas around Christmas time. We typically do a Christmas staycation, but we are choosing not to do that this year. Um, And we're just going to find like an ice skating rink to go to. And we know that there's several extra things that we want to give our time to. We also are going to be doing a, a adopt a family at Bailey's preschool that we're going to be going shopping for and really fostering the spirit of giving this Christmas. So these are things that we know we need to 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 set aside time for. And when you don't, then you try and fit them in last minute and that's when you begin to get stressed out. And so I want you to really think about who are these people that you want to spend time with. I know I want to spend time with my grandma. She turns 89 on Thanksgiving and um, she's alone and I want to spend some time with her, you know? And so I need to make it a point to not just leave her as an afterthought throughout Christmas and really make time for her. And so that's something that I put down on my time giving list. And if I can make room for it, I also want my girls to see a little bit of volunteering. I don't know if that's going to happen with the current climate and current restrictions, but I would love to. Okay. So that's something that I'm going to have on my time living list. Okay. Here's tip number four, and this is for those of you that are hosting. If you are hosting, I want you to sit down and make sure that you have all of your responsibilities for hosting on that brain dump list specifically and on your time giving list. Think through, now channel your mind very specifically into what that week is going to look like when you have to host. What I want you to time block that week very, very, very strategically so that you are not a hot mess staying up all hours of the night and then like (laughs) a grunge before the day before or the day of and exhausted so that you can actually enjoy Christmas or the holidays, even though you're hosting, because if you're anything like me, which you probably are, which is why you're here and we're having this podcast friendship that we have 
you like your house to be clean and you like everything to be orderly and you want to show your best self and you love to nurture and you love to give and you love to cook and clean and you love to do all these amazing things, but you're also trying to raise children and you're also trying to prepare all the other things and do your business at the same time, right? So make sure that if you are hosting that you set up a week of time blocks for you that have everything that you need to do for hosting that you put it in your Google calendar as well with a specific event that says, put the turkey in the fridge, right? That says, pull the bread out and let it rise. That says with, with alerts, right? So these things are actually reminding you when the event comes up and and there's an alert that goes on your phone. Uh, Or my other favorite thing is go to the store and buy the ham. Like there's a very specific store that we go to to get a ham. And I vividly remember multiple years of like totally forgetting to go to this store and get the ham. Uh, So those little things that we want to do, put them in your Google calendar. So get it all written down and then start creating events for them in your Google calendar with an alert that either A, goes off 30 minutes before Or you can set up two reminders, which sometimes I do, to go off the day before and the day of 30 minutes before. Okay, here's tip number five. Be okay with letting go of tradition. This is the one thing that I see so many people struggle with. They hold on to these traditions that they don't really even love and it creates so much stress and anxiety for them. And a lot of it is because they're afraid to disappoint other people. And if there's any year that you can get over disappointing other people, it's this year. <laughs> that's just that's just my perspective because we've all been disappointed. Who said it? Polly from Horatio Printing. When, and the interview that I did with her, which if you have not listened to that one, please go back. It was last week's episode. She was like, this year's a finger in the wind. And it really is. It's like, let this be the year where you get to determine and you get to decide what you want this year to look like. Um, And no, you don't have to use the coronavirus as an excuse by any means. You're allowed to make your own decisions on what you want your holiday to look like. I just really want you to feel courageous and empowered. And if I may be the one to give you permission, I grant you permission to sit down with your family and do what they really want instead of what your extended family members want, instead of what your mom wants and your dad wants and all these other people. I feel that pressure too, for sure. I want to make people happy. I'm a two- I'm a one wing two on the Enneagram. I'm a people pleaser. Um, I, I love to give, 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 give. That's like, I love it, right? But I also see the stress that that puts on me and how hard it is for me to give t- into my calling as a mother and a wife and a business owner when I'm giving to people in my layer two, three, and four circles, okay? So do not be afraid. Sit down and look at this list Take heed to what your family is telling you that they want to do. And don't be afraid of letting go of other traditions that don't fit in your calendar. So go back to that holiday brain dump list that I mentioned in tip three and only focus on the things that are important to you and your immediate family. Okay. Now we are on tip six. So this is a fun one. Like this is a really fun one. And tip seven is my favorite is, is like a game changer. Okay. So tip six is to simplify your decor. Mm, I said it, I said it. And I even, (laughs) I even said in Instagram, like last week or two weeks ago, 
that I wanted to get another tree and Blaine finally okayed it. And then I was like, I can't, I'm not because of this tip. Like I just know better. I totally, totally know better. So I have what is formally, this is a real thing. It's called a capsule decor system. Yeah. I looked it up. (laughs) If Pinterest says it is, it is right. Okay. So look, you guys know I'm like a huge fanatic about capsule wardrobing. You can do it with your decor. And I've been doing it for years and I had no idea that it was like a thing. So I limit myself every holiday. I actually am going to do a bonus episode on this capsule, doing capsule decor, a capsule decor system this week. So you guys can dive into this more. So let me just stop myself before I go on a tangent there. You can hear more about that in a bonus episode this Friday. Um, but the point is to say, do not go overboard with decor. If you are like, when am I going to decorate and you can't find time with it? Try this, try only putting up the most important things. Focus on a specific section in your house, get your tree up and then get your main gathering space. And that's it. Don't do anything else. If you want to simplify what this looks like for you this month, be okay with joyfully setting up a tree with your family and not panicking and stressing out about having the little white village all set up with all the little twinkle lights in it and all of the pretty fake snow and all of the bottle brush trees. Trust me, I have them. I know this. I'm speaking to you because I'm speaking to me. (laughs) But I promise you, if you let go of like the hardcore, I got to make my house all festive and just sit and just sit like crisscross applesauce, cross-legged on your floor, underneath the tree and just the tree with your kids and read a Christmas story or, or sit with your older kids and talk about what was their favorite, um, family tradition that they did last year, or just sit and like, enjoy the season with them or throw on Polar Express and watch it with them. I promise you will never miss that your outdoor isn't decorated to the T and what is so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so down the street going to think it doesn't even matter because what matters is that you just made an incredible joyful memory with the people that matter the most to you inside your home underneath your Christmas tree. Okay. Enough of that one. I'll talk to you more about how you can pare down your decor in the bonus episode this Friday. Okay. And tip number seven, let's do this. This one is so fun. So this is another Another super tangible thing that you can do, it's create a budget and a gift giving list. Yes, you have to have a budget for Christmas. Yeah, you totally do. And it changed, it's changed everything. So Blaine and I sat down and this is all of this right here is inside of the Academy, how we go about doing this. Uh, Blaine and I are sharing how we do our finances and how we communicate around money inside of the Academy, which is really cool. So we have a budget, a specific bucket or envelope for Christmas and the amount of money. So say, for example, you want to spend a thousand dollars on Christmas, you would divide that by 12 months. And then every month you save that amount of money so that every single Christmas you have a pot of money with a thousand dollars in it. Okay. So maybe you decided that you were going to spend 500 or maybe you decided you were going to spend 2000, whatever your budget is. Okay. Whatever money you have, you sit down together and you create a list of everyone you want to give gifts to. Never mind your budget at first. Okay. 
This is another quote unquote brain dump. And Blaine and I do this together. It's a gift giving list. I love to give gifts to people. I don't really love to receive them. I mean, it's always fun. It's not my love language, but I I feel like it might, I don't know. I feel like they're all my love languages. I just love love. <laughs> I love life. I love love. Um, but Blaine's just kind of like, man, we'll just send him a card. And so I'm the one that that really has to like taper this back. Although Blaine would send like 1 million cards. He loves to send Christmas cards. So um, back on topic, write out a list of everyone that you want to give gifts, gifts to Blaine. And I did this inside of a shared reminder in our iPhone, because it is a living document that he and I can both add to all the time. And, uh, we can also nudge each other and set reminders. We can check it off when we've purchased it. So we've created this list and it has everyone that we want to spend a gift on. And then we sit down and we write out what gifts do we want. So for the kids, all the things that we're really hoping to get them, we write that down for each kiddo, any ideas that we have for gifts for, um, ourselves. So the gifts that I really want, I put underneath my name and the gifts that he really wants, he puts underneath his name and then he can pick what off my list he wants to buy me. And I can pick off of his list, what I want to buy for him. And so we do that for the whole family. And then we go through and we say, okay, well, we've got a thousand dollars to do all of this with. And that, so if our budget is whatever that is for us, that includes everything that we do. That is our Christmas bucket, right? Like if we decide to go on a family staycation and say that costs us $480, $500 to go spend the night and do a bunch of Christmas activities for two nights, that comes out of that thousand dollar bucket. Okay. So no matter what we do, if we do anything Christmas related, we take it out of that bucket, gift giving the holiday meal that we purchase for everyone that we come over and we feed, everything has to come out of that bucket and we sit it down and we write it all out and we plan. Okay. That means that we've got 200 kid, $200 to go to each kiddo. We've got a hundred dollars to go to, for me to buy gifts for you and a hundred dollars for me to buy gifts for you. That whole thing. Like we go through all of that and we put ourselves on a limit. Once you get through that, it makes shopping super simple, so straightforward. There's no fiasco. There's no forgetting things. There's no, uh, what's the word? When you overspend buyer's remorse, there's none of that. It feels so good to sit down and be less spontaneous with shopping. And for me, that was really hard to get through because Christmas is like my dad's thing. Like he goes hog wild, you guys. And it's not a great thing. It doesn't feel good in the months after when you look and think, how did I just blow through five grand? You have no idea how much money you're spending when you're just swiping your card, especially if it's on a credit card. And that does not prepare you for success in the months after Christmas. So we have had to do some major, major shifting in the way that we do things over the past. When we first got married, he brought his spending habits and I brought mine and all of our traditions. And once we figured out this specific system that we do, which is everything that I just wrote off to you, Christmas has been so fun for us and it's been a, a source of joy and a source of really looking at what the season means to us and how to instill that in our girls. And that's why I wanted to record this episode for you today. I hope that you take all of these tips. I know you will take all of these seven tips 
pick up the ones that matter the most to you that you think could really help you and create a super intentional and joyful Christmas. So that is it. Let me recap for you real quick and then we will close up for today. So tip one is ask your family what they want. Tip two, do a holiday brain dump. Tip three is create a time giving list. Tip four is create, if you're hosting, create your blocks for that week of hosting. Tip five is being okay with letting go of tradition. Tip six is simplify your decor. And tip seven is create a budget and gift giving list. All right. As always, it's been so fun hanging out with you from behind this microphone. And I can't wait to catch up with you on the bonus episode that's coming out at the end of the week. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.